0: Hey, Peter. Hey, what's up, man? Today we are listening to a musician who is, in my opinion, the heart and soul of jazz piano. The composer of... All right, everybody just stop listening. Thanks, Peter. (laughs) I wonder who who did write Heart and Soul?
1: Yeah. (laughs) care
0: <laughs> i'm adam Manus, and i'm peter martin you're listening to the you'll hear podcast music advice coming at you coming at you today sponsored by open studio hey if you know who the composer of, we could google it but why not put it in the comments if you know offhand who composed heart and soul
2: well and here's some music advice for you yeah don't get that song stuck in your head nope. my apologies for putting that in there i couldn't resist when you said heart and soul though not a fan of that song. It's not a great song. I mean, it's something that, you know, you learn when you're a kid and that Everybody asks for you to... Oh, you play piano? They used to. I think it's not a thing anymore. Now they want you to play a Taylor Swift composition, perhaps. Same, See how hip I am? Same chord oh, changes. what's happening today? Same chord changes. One,
0: <laughs> six, four, five. Yeah.
2: That's right. That's right. Um,
0: no, today we're dealing with a musician who is, in my opinion, the heart of the music. He's the soul of the music. He is... Probably under uh, undervalued even on this podcast, Peter. We haven't talked about the great Horace Silver nearly enough, uh, especially for his influence on both of our, our musicianship. Uh, love Horace Silver. Yeah.
2: Love his compositions. Peace, of course. We're going to check out is probably greatest. his uh, most popular composition today. Yeah. We're going to check out a video. Well, I mean, this is what so I'm admittedly not familiar with, so I'm super I'd, excited. I'd never
0: seen this either, but, um, you know, I, I picked it because I love that. You know, Horace Silver is like proof that you can make incredibly like uh, uh, catchy and uh, like commercially viable music that is still well within the jazz genre, that still has like a ton of artfulness to it, uh, still feels as good as anything. But it's like he is a master of those simple melodies and incredibly like uh,
2: uh, infectious grooves, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's one of the kind of originators of like the 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 groovy almost like early funk jazz kind of vibe like kind of aggressive totally sixteenth no feel and, and different opus de Funk. he wrote a great tune opus early de on funk. opus de Funk. It's and such a like a unique player too yeah like just as from a piano standpoint like his yeah. chord
0: voicings and his touch so specific and incredible.
2: Yeah and actually the um I'm just thinking like a record I used to listen to a lot and haven't in a while. I'm gonna make a note to listen to that though is Live at Birdland. With the Art Blakey Quintet, because of course, Horace Silver, one of his early gigs was with Art Blakey when Lou Donaldson, friend of the pod, well, I'd like to say he's a friend of the pod. (laughs) How would you say that if you were to say that? (laughs) Oh, he's a friend of the
1: pod. The great Lou Donaldson Uh, is
2: on there. Clifford Brown. Oh, man. uh, I think, unless I'm not, I think that's right. Yeah. Live at at Birdland on Blue No No Records. That was not um, actually, who was that announcing? It was like a famous announcer. I was like, uh, I was going to say Tiny Tim, but that's somebody else. (laughs) Um, But live at Birdland, there's like two volumes Pee Wee, Pee Pee Wee, not Pee Wee Herman, R.I.P. Okay. (laughs) Um, But anyway, that's a great record with Horace Silver. A lot of folks don't know that he's on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Um, Night in Tunisia. Let's check
0: out this this live video. This is from a concert in, I believe, Copenhagen. Is that correct? Copenhagen. I mean, you can be fancy and call it Copenhagen, but that's Uh, probably probably better. It's a great intro, too, from Horace uh, Silver speaking. It's Benny Maupin on tenor saxophone, Bill Hardman on trumpet, Mm. Johnny Williams on the bass, and Billy Cobham on the drums. Nice. Interesting Mm. lineup. And this is from 1968. They're playing Song from My Father, which came out in 1964. And uh, let's have a listen, John. Pee-wee Marquette. That was...
2: Pee-wee. I knew it was a pee-wee. Pee-wee Marquette.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who is not this? This is Horace Silver. Right. Continue right now with a selection that was uh, in part inspired by our Brazilian trip. Uh, We got the Brazilian rhythm for this tune from that trip. And the melodic line was inspired by some very old Cape Verdean Portuguese folk music. Mm. And uh, we put it all together and uh, wrote a little thing that we dedicated to my dad. We call it song for my father.
0: how much horse sounds like the record here. Is it crazy? I need those glasses. I know, right? Look at this. The whole suit, actually. Huh. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna pull Peter here. I'm just gonna <laughs> stop <laughs> no, it right away. Been a two minutes but before. Let's before. listen to that opening phrase again and listen to what he does with that opening phrase. It's a real lesson here in how to start your solo, how to build a phrase from yeah. nothing. He plays something, he repeats it with a little bit of variety and a little bit here's the key a little bit of syncopation. So he yeah. doesn't end in the same way twice. Check it out. so nice it's the same shape it's the same phrase taken down and then the rhythm the syncopation of the rhythm is different and it makes all the difference
2: and he's already kind of stretching things and and pulling at them in terms of like the phrase length it's going down yeah 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 it takes a fragment of the phrase Mm -hmm. and takes it down further Real okay, I'm sideburns shaved, going on. Uh, Pause for a second. Roman Roy. You know, I've been finally watching Succession. Oh, there we go. Is yeah. He, Horace Silver, the bit, actor yeah. who plays Roman Roy. with With very pronounced with
0: sideburns, yeah. Right, with the hair. Okay. and trills in. But it, his melodic content is so grooving. Yeah. It sounds like... He's making up a tune with every right. improvisation, essentially.
2: I'm gonna say, Gramsci-Lewis, Joe Sample, definitely... Yeah, for sure. By Silver. But this style of improvisation where there's no, not a lot of long, sweeping, right.
0: technical lines, but there are...
2: Series of heavily grooving, yeah. super swinging phrases that happen. And he's, so is not afraid to kind of go section by section with yeah. his improvisational ideas, you know? Oh. Um, like he's introducing at each of these A and B sections kind of a, a little bit of a new thing, but then connecting with that left hand. The famous lefty.
0: He's never done a single phrase just one time. Right. He's played something and then spun it in some way. They
2: are locked in on this tempo and this groove.
0: You know what's key, too, to... So this is like his his whole posture and confidence and vibe as he's doing this is out of this world. Yeah. Oh yeah. Da 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 da. Do you hear that. Oof. Let me back that up just a second. Ah. A
2: little hop and skip. A little hop and skip down.
0: Those are all side chords. All up and down.
2: And he keeps doing. He keeps crushing double, this. Double stops.
0: Um. Where is it? Yeah, this thing.
2: All right. I think he's up on. Is he up there? I think he does both. No. There's like a real, just sort of casual intensity to yeah. the way this is all unfolding. Double time. Yeah, that's definitely. I think I saw Billy Hemp's tie up at, a, at a thrift store in Charlotte for $475. $475. This is a great example of two. Oh,
0: that's that good, that's that
2: it's like a lot of communication going on, but none of it is visual between yeah. Billy Cobb and Horace Silver. Between really any of them as far as I can tell. Like he's looking down, but there's a lot of like listening and collaborative. In terms of like the ebb and flow of the solo and the the orchestration Ah. of it, ah, yeah, communicating through how he's playing, right? There you look. Ah, it's so good. Or so it plays on top of the beat for sure. Dang,
0: it's good though, man. It feels great. Yeah, it goes to show you don't have to be right in the center all the time to feel good. Bill Hardman trumpet. Is that a I could play the trumpet. It'd be really fun, wouldn't it? it would you can do
1: it Adam. Go for it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's all my free time. Take up the trumpet. It seems like it's easy. It seems like a pretty easy instrument to. Once you, can
2: to make a, ma- once you can get the sound, the rest of the finger is easy. Oh so yeah, once you do that. Once you get the sound, yeah. Yeah, 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 of course.
0: This is so expressive. Cotton here is just like masterful. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's giving everybody so many different looks. Right. So many different textures. So many different ideas, you know? A great drummer like this, it can truly like mold. And I song. was just
2: reminded seeing Billy Cobham on this, big influence on Brian Blade. So for all you drummers out there, that are like, you know, Brian Blade fans, you're always thinking Elvin, you're thinking Tony, you're thinking and Riley, Johnny Godfrey, but Billy Cobham for sure, I know for a fact. You can see it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Well, this is fun. Yeah. It's okay. So this is uh Benny Moppin. Benny Moppin yeah. pre herbie.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> already vibing. <Yeah. laughs> Benny Moppin. Already bringing the vibes. As a man who knows a lot about textures. Ah! I want to transcribe some of these block chords that Horace Silver's playing. Yeah, great stuff. Such a unique sound.
2: You know what your coffee cup? Is. Oh, that piggy. Oh, that piggy. Piggy's up. Piggy's up. <laughs>
1: Yeah, look
0: at that. There's some bladishness
2: happening.
0: Wow. I just never noticed that, man. Yeah, well, I wow. remember
2: talking about Glaze? was always, when we were kind of the master of, like, finding influences in unexpected places. like, oh, did you hear this record with Billy Cobham and such and such in 1968? I was like, no, you know.
0: Man, by the way, can we just say... How great it is that this is a live recording and it's, everybody's stretching out on this.
2: Exactly. Killing. The quality so good.
0: Silver even has like melodic themes on all of his comping.
1: Yeah, it's
0: great these vibey melodies. Oh man, awesome. it was great, man. So good, so good. for silver. Yeah, for being such a master.
2: Amazing yeah, yeah. stuff.
0: Amazing stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Thank you for bringing that in, man. That's yeah. what's up. That's that was what's fun. Up. We should make this a uh, feature segment. We like laid back Thursday or. It's been a feature for a while now, Pete. Oh, sorry. We've been well, watching. We gotta people. name it. We gotta name it.
0: Do we have to name everything? That's a great question. And that's a question for another episode. Until Um, then, you'll hear it. Do we have to name it?